KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. It's just a good conversation with somebody that you didn't know you were interested in. I'm Matt Leon, and this is One on One. I was really shocked when one of the captains from India, we were being interviewed together, and he said, uh, what you can say about Kamran? He said, if I had a key to my life, I'll give to Kamran. <laughs> See, when I think of that, I get very emotional. And our guest this week is Cameron Khan. He is the head cricket coach at Haverford College and just a name that is synonymous with cricket in the Philadelphia area. Cameron, thanks so much for taking the time and thanks for having me out here to Haverford. You're quite welcome. So to start, for someone who only knows the sport of cricket by the name, explain the sport of cricket. What What is it about? How is it played? What is the goal? Cricket is played uh, among 11 people each team and the goal is to win or some you know there are three forms of uh, competitions right now it is 20 overs which is 120 balls 50 overs which is 300 balls and then there are five day competition match goes on five days and five days is not always gives you a result it can be a draw if both teams don't get out and the team which has more runs they win the match do you play all types here? Yes. Actually, we don't play here five days, but we play like uh, 20 overs and 50 overs because of the time you know, frame. It is five days is too much for Americans to take off and you know, come and watch or play even. Uh, it, it used to be played like that in early 1900, and uh, I was told that at Marion Career Club, at one time, there were 39,000 people who come to, came to watch. So if I show up for one of your cricket matches to watch, give me a quick primer on what I will see. It seems the, the very limited exposure I've had to it, the first thing that comes to mind is baseball. There is, I can see similarities there. But what am I seeing if I come to a cricket match? First of all, I think uh, baseball is the offshoot of cricket. Cricket is much older sport than uh, baseball. When you come, we see in, in at the college, we play mostly 20 overs. We used to play 40 overs, but now it is only 20 overs. You'll see two teams playing. Uh, one team is batting and one is fielding. The batting team, there are two batsmen who are batting at the same time. And uh, there are 11 fielders who are fielding. And where the score runs is when you cross and each batsman goes to the other end, that is one run. And... As many times as he crosses over, there up to three or four or even five very rarely. And then their boundary, which is about 60 to 70 yards. And if the ball crosses that, when you hit it on the ground, that is four. And you hit over the fence without, you know, touching the ground, it is six. What is your origin story with cricket? When Do you remember when you were first introduced to the sport? I was introduced when I was four years old. Uh, I come from Pakistan. I came here at a very young age. To I got academic scholarship at Villanova. And uh, while I was studying at Villanova, somebody brought me to see the duck pond when you enter the college. So I came to see the duck pond and I saw people playing cricket. So I came up and at the time coach was Mr. Comfort. And I asked him, can I participate in this practice? 
And uh, he said, of course. So after I played and he talked to me, I had played international cricket I was when I was 15, 16 years old. So he was impressed and he said, uh, come back as many times as you want. So after uh, next week when I went there, Mr. Comfort talked to me and invited me for lunch. So I went out for lunch and after the lunch he asked me if I would like to coach here. And I said, uh, most of the players are, you know, Young, uh, older than me, how would I coach them? So he said, don't worry, you know, our guys are very good and they are very disciplined students here. So you won't have any problem. So I started coaching here and actually this year is my 50th year coaching here. Could you have imagined when you first started coaching that 50 years later you'd still be here? I mean, I don't think anybody thinks in those terms, especially that young, but really. how amazing is it for you? Uh, it is really amazing because after I graduated from Villanova, I got a job in international banking in Fidelity International. So I told my boss that I would like to come up early and leave 3 o'clock because I coach at Hanford College. So they made a special arrangement for me. I could come early and leave at 3 o'clock. But, you know, I, I love coaching. I was offered a job in World Bank, international banking. It was an amazing job. Is called a Young Professional Program at the time. And people from other countries, foreign minister, even prime minister used to call for that job for their, you know, who they were supporting. But uh, I, I, I just decided I want to coach and uh, I started uh, my own small business on the side. And since then, I am still here. <laughs> and I love, you know, Halford College is one of the best places to work. And uh, so I, I just enjoy the whole environment, students, staff. And uh, at that time, our uh, athletic director was Greg Kenestein. You might know him. And he was very, very nice to me. But the guy who recruited me was uh, Dana Swan. And from the very beginning, I felt like home. In Pakistan, is cricket played like baseball's played in the U.S.? Like, is it just everybody plays cricket or has some connection to cricket or you know, it's just what is done. Yeah, it is the number one sport in Pakistan. And uh, everybody's dream is to play for Pakistan. Just like here, you know. Uh, actually, here is it more limited because it is by states. But in Pakistan, there are only 11 people who represent the whole country. And uh, I was very fortunate when I was 15, 16. I was among the 12 people who represented Pakistan. What was that experience like? And at that young age, did you appreciate what you were getting the chance to do? Or was it just, you know, how kids are and, wow, oh, okay, I made this team. That's great. Like, did it hit you immediately? Uh, it hit me first time when it went, you know, in Pakistan when the cricket match there about, we had a big stadium, one of the biggest in Lahore, where I am from. And there are 100,000 people come to watch. So when I walked into the field... I will never forget that experience. I got dizzy. <laughs> so it was just a, an experience that I would remember all my life. What about your skill set made you so good at cricket? Why do you think you were able to reach that height, be one of the people that represent Pakistan? You see, I was really crazy about cricket when I was very young. And uh, I worked very hard. Because in any sport, when you want to go to that peak, you have to really very be very disciplined, hard work, dedication, commitment. So I had, fortunately, all those things. I think that is one of the reasons I was able to. And my father was 
also a cricketer. So he, from a very young age, when I was 12, 13, he used to tell me, you're going to play for Pakistan. And when you say play for Pakistan, what does that mean? Like, where are you? International competitions, stuff like that. Like, what? where were some of the places you got to play? I used to, uh, when I was uh, 14 years old, I was sent to England to, uh, there's a very famous half-cover camp where young people go and train it. And that was my first experience overseas. And then after we stayed in the camp for three months, it was sent by Pakistani government young professionals. After we played three months, then a very famous Pakistani cricketer, he came and he became our captain and we played about 12 different matches in different parts of England. And other than that, I played against Cornwall's team. I was selected to go to Australia, but I got scholarship, I came here. But you know, during those days, cricket cricket was not played as often as it is now. Over there, like, you know, maybe three, four years, a foreign team would come and you play against them or you tour. So I was too young to experience all those things. But I decided to come here and I started to play for the U.S. national team. I have played for the U.S. national team for about 18 years. Four international competitions. ICC, you know, like a mini World Cup. I was captain of the team for a captain and vice captain for about 10 years. What was that experience like? That was a very wonderful experience because... When I came here, I wanted to promote cricket, and uh, I didn't bring anything with me. I didn't know that they play cricket in America. And when I came here and I saw this, then I got familiar with local areas and other states also used to play cricket. And then the president of the United States Cricket Association at that time, he heard about me and came to see me. Then he invited me to play for the U.S. team. And then we went to England as I mentioned to you, four ICC trophies. But prior to that, I also went to England with local teams, and I went to Australia with under-40 team. So I, I have reasonably good experience with that. We used to play Canada, U.S. Canada, U.S. Bermuda. What's the, you meant you've dropped the places of a lot of places you've been. What was just the coolest place you got to play cricket, be it because of the exotic location or just where you were, like if you had to rank all your cricket playing all over the world, what's at the, what's at the top of the list? I would say England, because the atmosphere in playing cricket is just amazing. I remember I played at a ground in Sidmouth, uh, this part of England, and when you were playing, right in front of you was the ocean, and uh, it was just one of the most wonderful experiences I had in my life. And also, you know, like uh, in England, Lords is like a mecca of cricket. I didn't play at the actual ground, but I played at nursery ground, which is next to that. That was also a wonderful experience. In addition to playing, you also eventually served as president of the U.S. Cricket Association from yes. an administrative yes. standpoint. Yes. What was that? experience like and in that role what is your main goal is it to grow the sport of cricket or is it to have success to put together a team that has success in international competition you see when i was president i took a team to england and we did extremely well but in 
problem in America is there is too much nepotism. See, every like uh, cricket has been dominated for most of mostly by West Indians, and they are great, you know, cricketers. But most of the people I experienced, they were didn't have that much uh, experience in management, and they they handled things their own way, which was not the professional way, and that opened my eyes. Because you see, in Pakistan, we have four different zones: east, west, north, south, and they have each of them used to have vice president, and they would bring in their vote from their region to the when the president going to be elected. But what I experienced was that uh, when the voting time came, people were paid off or were done favors. Like for example, one of our president, he stayed for probably 12 years. Or more than that, and that is against the constitution. But he changed the constitution, so it is that you know ICC is trying to play a part in that because even now cricket is not really properly managed here. And international cricket conference ICC, they are sending their people here to. But you see, there are too many legal problems because if ICC comes and do, does something, the local people try to sue them, so they are afraid of. This thing, I hope at some point, you know, we get a. There, uh, the guy uh, who started a new league in America, like uh, at a professional level, junior and next year going to be senior also. He is excellent. He is very good manager. He used to own Pillow uh, Cricket. I, I hope that if he keeps his interest there, that uh, eventually maybe he'll take do something to help cricket, uh, you know, grow properly and people professionally, you know. He pays them, but U.S. cricket, I, I, when I played for U.S., we used to pay all the expenses from our own pocket. Uh, I remember one time uh, we went to England and it was cold <laughs> and people didn't have sweaters. At that time, I had my own carpet business, so I bought everybody sweaters. <laughs> So it was to that extent, you know, people didn't have enough money to eat. It was very difficult. It is improving little bit, but not to the extent where where other countries are. Because if you play cricket for one year, for example, in Pakistan or India, you can retire. You know, they make so much money professionally. When you're playing, what is your favorite part of playing? Is it the competition? Is it any specific part of the game of a match? Like, if you had to kind of distill it down, strictly, now I'm talking as a player now, right. what is your favorite part? I like to play against very good teams. When the weak teams come, I don't even play sometimes. I, I think in cricket, like this level, the level of competition means a lot to me. Like, uh, we used to play locally sometimes in the, in the leagues. And when we play against a very weak team, I would go number 11. You know, I wouldn't even want to bat. But that is, a, if I have tough competitions, I always like to play and I perform well in that. And also when I was captain, it is very, first of all, it is an honor to captain U.S. national team. And uh, that was also my favorite part, to, you know, manage the game. We need to take a break. We will have more with Haverford College head cricket coach Cameron Kahn right after this. This is one-on-one. And we are back on one-on-one. Our guest this week is Haverford College head cricket coach Cameron Kahn. Was coaching something you had, I don't even want to say considered, but 
you kind of always figured it would be something you would pursue at a certain point? Or does this opportunity at Haverford come and it's really kind of the first time you had thought, well, well, maybe I maybe I should coach. Maybe this would be a good idea. Maybe this would be fun. Yeah. You see, when I came here to America from Pakistan, I had a very strong desire to promote cricket in America. I never thought of really coaching. This opportunity, opportunity just came. And when I started to work with young people, it just grabbed me. I thought that was my calling. I, you know, left my job at international banking and started my own business. So I could coach also. But I never really planned to coach in my life. I was very young. I came here. So it just happened. Coaching at Harvard College is a pleasure. Students are wonderful. Staff is, at the time when I was started coaching, was very, very helpful. I just decided that's that's what I want to do. When does that, and that was kind of my next question. Like, I know we kind of talked about this earlier, but no one takes a job and says, well, this is my going to be where I'm going to be for the next 50 years. But do you remember, was there a a conversation with yourself or family members where you're like, I really like this. And I think, I don't know how long it's going to be, but I'm not updating the resume. Like uh, I'm going to be, I'm very content doing this. Like, was it one of those, or is it one of those where you kind of wake up one day and you're like, wow, I've been here 25 years. That's amazing. You see, when I started coaching, first time, I, my parents and some close friends, they mentioned to me that uh, when I got a job in the World Bank, and I told my parents, my father particularly, that I'm going to coach. So he was a little upset. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said, how much money you make coaching? And I was not making really at all anything, very little, maybe a few thousand. And my father was saying that you are hurting your you know, career. And I said, you know, I, I will start my business. I'll do something on the side. But that's what I want to do. Because after, after working with some young people, it gave me immense pleasure. So at that time, I decided that I really want to coach. Early on, and one of the things I always want to ask elite players who become coaches, how difficult was it? Because I'm sure there are things in the game that because of your natural ability or just repetition of doing it for so long, just came easy. Like it's just, it might be difficult in the game, but for whatever reason, it came easy for you. How hard was it when you start coaching to deal with athletes that just maybe can't do what you do, but it came so easy to you? So you have to learn the patience to understand why this kid can't do the thing that you think is really easy. You know, like what I'm, what I'm saying, because it seems like that could be a difficult mountain to get over when it comes to coaching and connecting. You see, when I started coaching, I brought a couple of methods the way I was coached, and like ball with a string and how to coach the, the very basics, fundamental of uh, batting. And then I also, one I think advantage I have, I have very strong patience. Because as you said, sometimes you can get really, you know, <laughs> very upset when the, you keep student teaching the same thing and they make, keep making the same mistake. But I realize that cricket is not a very easy sport. So I... I understood in the very beginning that is not going to be easy. But I, because of my patience and because of the different methods I used, it was, it was a, a very helpful. Uh, like most of the students in the last maybe few years back, now we have some international students also. 
but there was a stage there we had all uh, american students and it is very difficult to coach them but uh, i have some of the american guys who became some of the best players even better than people come from you know asia india pakistan and some other countries because we got a easy machine bowling machine so i try to adjust their skills with the ball with the strength their grip and how they play and after that i take them on the bowling machine where their weaknesses are uh, for example some people are very weak on their legs i'll set up the machine there and pitch them so it was amazing sometimes i surprise myself the way they improve when you you mentioned having american kids how much are you recruiting and how much are kids recruiting you because i there aren't a ton of colleges as far as i can see in the us that you know offer cricket at sure. the, the varsity level sure. so is it are all the kids that you bring in kids that are laser focused on cricket or are is there a certain portion of your rosters that kids that are just interested in trying it and mm-hmm. learning it and want to find out what it's all about like how does the the roster break down like from that standpoint you see most of the cricketers we do, we who come and join our team they come to the college they see people playing cricket and they think it is very okay different. so it, so it, it's more like that more yeah. like that plus i have some people know me at international level so as you said they recruit me they you know say oh he's coaching there he will be very good for my child so they send their students also but uh, i i write also letters to schools in india pakistan uh, we are you see apart from recruiting them the visa is a big problem mm-hmm. you know because we had some very good players from pakistan who wanted to come here but they could not get the visa so it is a is a double sword <laughs> but now you see a lot of people are coming from india also because india is a much uh, bigger population and the cricket uh, just like pakistan they are crazy about cricket and once they come here most of them see it and then they play it. and there some people when they come from there they know that we have cricket at the college and uh, that's why they they write to me and i explain to them how we you know work here so th- that is another way of recruiting them who do you play like as i mentioned cricket at the college level is hard to find you know at a varsity level who do you play you see we play mostly like uh, local universities okay like temple university of pennsylvania drexel we used to play with nova and then we play also some other teams marion germantown and this year we are playing also teams from uh, new york washington but uh, we, see cricket is not played at the varsity level the varsity sport but we play different universities columbia from new york and uh, team like that. Now it's it's varsity here considered varsity here yeah. at Haverford but a lot of these other places it's club. Yeah. You know okay. And it's co-ed, correct? At Haverford. Is it 50-50ish as far as uh, roster breakdown or no. does it is it more men than women? Yes. At one time, you know, in the 80s and 90s, we had a lot of girls, young ladies playing cricket. You know, maybe ratio was a uh, one-third woman. and the rest of them are men is there a reason why it's gone down on the 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 women's side 
you see, because there are so many women's sports which have grown very popular. Okay. I, I believe that is... So it's kind of diluted, for lack of a better yeah. term, the pool of... Of there's more opportunity, so it's yeah. pulled them away from cricket. Yeah, we still have you see some ladies who play cricket, but uh, pool has not been as strong as it used to be. So when you think of 50 years of cricket at Haverford, what are some of your favorite memories for the program? Whether it's victories or or moments or bus ride to like, but when you think of your time. What jumps out? See, other than I have always fun playing cricket, I enjoy it. I think things which stand out most are the foreign tours. We went to England, uh, Scotland in uh, 1990, 89-90. And then we went to England again in 96 and then 2019. First two tours when we went to England, we were undefeated. We beat Oxford College. Cambridge College, St. John's, and some local, very strong team. If I was not with the team, I would not have believed that we could beat those teams. But you see, at one point at that time, half a team was, would never drop a catch. You know, they would take catches that would surprise even opponents. And they, they learned their skills very well. They learned their skills very well, and particularly first two tours of England and one, one of those times, our athletic director, Greg Kennestein, went with us. And it was one of the most wonderful experiences. And then from England, we went to Scotland. And uh, one of the alumni, he hosted some of the people, including myself and Greg. And those are some good memories. In 50 years of coaching, and even the time before you started coaching when you were in the U.S., how has cricket grown in the country? Do you see it being played in many more places are you sometimes surprised some of the places where you're seeing it played you know how has the sport grown oh tremendously there is no comparison now you see cricket is played all part of the united states and uh, even some you know uh, states have professional teams Uh, starting next year they are going to have six professional teams at senior level top like uh, you have in india pakistan and they are going to play. You see, in India, for example, there is a very famous uh, actor, Shah Rukh Khan. He is known all over the world. He has his own team in Indian Professional League. They are making, the players make two to three million uh, within one month. Wow. You know, uh, he is bringing his team also here next year. So it, it will be wonderful to see, but cricket has grown, but 20 times more or maybe 50 times in America since I came here. Has the sport changed much? I mean, because I think if you talk to a baseball fan and you say baseball, and you watch video from baseball from 1975, the game's the game, but if you watch long enough, you can see a lot of things are, are different. Rules have been massaged or changed and stuff like that, and it's probably that's probably even more so in like when it comes to professional football, stuff like that. Has the game of cricket changed much or the rules you had when you started coaching here and 50 years ago, it is pretty much across the board the same? It is basically the same. There are some changes, but one of the biggest changes is that 20-over cricket become very popular. It takes about an hour and a half for each team to play and whoever scores more runs, they win. So that is not at 
only in America, but at international level. T20 has become the event in cricket. But, you know, they're always changing in rules, changes in rules and regulations a little bit, but not uh, fundamentally. We were talking before we were setting up, you're going to have, we're taping this the beginning of February, you're going to have a big event with teams coming in to give it, what's it called, what's it about, and when does it happen? It is uh, Philadelphia International Cricket Festival. It happens in the first week of May every year except past two, three years because of COVID, they didn't play. The teams come from all over. Team, I have played, college has played teams against from Australia, England, Canada, some of the islands. So it, it is like a festival, but it is, everybody wants to win. <laughs> if someone hearing this and wants to kind of get their first taste of cricket, would that be a great type of thing to kind of get your first experience? I would say so, yeah. It is, it is a very good atmosphere, and also they would learn the basics of cricket. What is the favorite part of what you do? You mean coaching at Hafford? Yeah. What's the favorite part uh, of it? Favorite part is my students, because you see, I got very attached to them. Like, a uh, lot of them come from overseas, and they are very attached to me, you know, because they are learning custom and, you know, traditions in America. I love that part because I remember uh, 1996, one of the students who graduated was from India. And uh, he wrote the letter to the president about his experiences and how I helped him, you know, adopt to American traditions. So I, I think I, that is my favorite part, working with the students, seeing them grow as a person and also as a cricketer. Kind of to that point, the fact that you have so many kids that come from overseas from other countries, do you feel like maybe the coach-player bond is stronger because they're in a foreign place? A lot of things don't make sense probably just from a culture standpoint, but there's cricket. Cricket makes sense. You're the coach. I would imagine those bonds that are always usually coach-player are close. But because of the, the circumstances in a lot of the kids on your roster, that it, it goes even deeper? Oh, yeah. I, I think for international students, you have to talk to them. But they always, when they th think about me, they admire me a lot. And I was really shocked when one of the captain from India, we were being interviewed together, and they said... Uh, what you can say about Kamran? He said, if I had life, a key to my life, I'll give to Kamran. <laughs> See, when I think of that, I get very emotional. But uh, I always had very good relationship, not only with the foreign students, but uh, American students also. Cameron Khan, this was so much fun. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. And that will do it for this week's episode. Want to thank Haverford College head cricket coach Cameron Kahn for being our guest this week. And also a special thanks to Curran McCauley, Haverford College Sports Information Director, for helping to facilitate my visit to Haverford. Now, if you like the show, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, want to help us out, leave us a rating and a review. You can follow the show on Twitter at one on one pod. You can follow me on Twitter as well at Matt Leon 1060. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to check 
check us out again next week when we bring you another conversation with someone you should know more about.